Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Declare and Delight. My wife, Wendy, and I, we love to speak together. We spent many years where we'd almost always travel together. She'd travel about three quarters of the time I did. We'd speak locally here in Redding, California. And most of the time, we would be on the stage together. And I believe we've modeled what's possible for husbands and wives. We've modeled what's possible for two different people, gift mixes to get on this stage together and feed off of each other, speak into the same topic, use their different giftings. And again, male and female, as the case is with Wendy and and me, to give the male perspective and the female perspective. And I don't believe all husbands and wives are called to do that together, but, but many are. And some who are listening right now, that's going to be that's something that's already happening to a degree. It's going to increase. Others of you, it hasn't happened yet, but you're sensing the leading of the Lord in that. And it took us quite a while to be able to, so to speak, master it. But it was well worth the effort. You know, one of the things that has come out of that is that while we would be listening to each other share on a particular topic, we would get revelation and we would say things that we had never said or the other person obviously had never heard before. And I remember once when Wendy was speaking and we were talking about faith, talking about the difference between faith and hope. And, and Wendy made this statement. She said, faith without hope is weird. It was funny, but it also jolted me. And even though I didn't fully comprehend it, at the moment, I knew that it was an insight that would be key in our ministry of explaining the importance of hope. And I'll say it this way. She says faith without hope is weird. And I I agree with that. But I'll say faith without hope is unhealthy. Now, as we've meditated on the difference between faith and hope, let me just try to explain it here. Faith is very specific, while hope is more general. Faith says God's going to do it that way. Hope says, I don't know what God's going to do, but good things are coming. Hope is the safety net for when what we believe for in faith does not happen. Now, faith without hope, again, it makes our faith unhealthy. Faith people who do not value or increase their hope will, let me just give you a list. They'll have difficulty overcoming disappointment. They need a very narrow set of circumstances to thrive. They struggle to be enthusiastic and joyful while waiting for prayers to be answered or waiting for promises or desires to manifest. Let me say that one again. Faith people who do not value or increase their hope will struggle to be enthusiastic and joyful while waiting for prayers to be answered or waiting for promises or desires to manifest. They will also focus more on getting something 
than being something. They cannot see what God is doing now because of a fixation on what they want to see happen and what they are believing will happen. They have a tendency to not be able to see what God is doing now because of a fixation on what they want to see happen and what they are believing will happen. They will focus more on doors that are seemingly closed than those that are open, and they'll tend to make declarations ritualistically and without much joy. Now, I've shared these before on the podcast, but I want to say it again. Let me give you my favorite three definitions of hope. Number one, hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. Number two, hope is the confident, joyful expectancy of seeing good or of good coming. Number three, hope is an overall optimistic attitude about the future based on the goodness and promises of God. Let me say that one again. Hope is an overall optimistic attitude about the future based on the goodness and promises of God. Now, hope is one of the evidences we are prospering in our souls and delighting ourselves in the Lord. Hope is one of the evidences we are prospering in our souls and delighting ourselves in the Lord. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Let me read that again, 3 John 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And in Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Now, as we take this further, let's look at this again. Faith people... It's one of the evidences that I had for valuing faith, but not valuing hope enough. I said, faith people who do not value hope tend to make declarations ritualistically and without much joy. Now, I so value the power of declarations, and declarations are faith statements about what is true, even if it is not yet in our experience. And declarations have changed my life. So much of what I'm experiencing right now is what I declared 25 years ago when it seemed ridiculous in influence, favor, relationships, finance, etc. I've written books on declarations. I've preached on declarations. I I continue to be fascinated by the power of our words. It's one of the, the greatest ways to get increase. If we're going to increase our talents, I believe it's impossible to really increase our talents without changing how we talk and talking higher than our feelings and our experiences. Now, even with this so powerful I believe if we declare without delighting in the Lord, we will not find our declarations as powerful as they could be. We'll have bypassed activating 
the needed power of hope and soul prosperity to our faith. And I'm saying something that I've said before, but I'm saying it in a little bit of a different way, that the belief systems that are wrapped up in declarations, whether it's our identity and saying something that I am a great leader, I do relationships well, I'm a powerful decision maker, or what we do, I lay hands on the sick, they recover, I always know what to do, miracles happen through me and to me, whatever it is, if we're making those declarations, but we're not delighting in the Lord, then I believe that we have a faith that is unhealthy. We're trying to walk in a faith that is unhealthy. Because the moment we add delighting to the Lord, then what that does is that causes us to move into a dimension of faith that, that's powerful. It, it's, it, it's a faith in, in who we are in the Lord. It's a faith in the goodness of God. It's, it's an overall optimistic attitude about the future based on the goodness and promises of God. So if you're a declarer, I say this, as your declarations increase, let your delighting increase. Psalm 37 verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. If we're declaring things, like let's say we're declaring that we're going to get into a, a position of greater influence, that our influence is increasing. Or maybe we're declaring a certain financial level so that we can be blessed and be a blessing. But if outside of the declaration, there's a lack of delighting, there's a, there's a lack of celebrating. There's a lack of joy in the Lord. There's a lack of the oil of gladness. That lack of soul prosperity is actually going to work against our declaration. I remember crying out to the Lord saying, God, bring unity so we can have revival. And the Lord says, Steve, if I can just get you into unity, we would have revival. <laughs> I want to get your words I want to get your emotions. I want to get your thoughts. I want to get your prayers all in unity. And this message today that I'm sharing is such a powerful key. And I've got the Backland expanded version of Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord. Excuse me, that's not the expanded, that's the regular. Here it is. Enjoy yourself in the Lord. Maintain excitement concerning who he is and what he will do. Relish in his goodness. Revel in the adventure of walking with him instead of working for him. Savor every moment with him. Delight in his unconditional love. Get over condemnation, unworthiness, excessive introspection, and false humility and become like a little child in a candy shop with him. Whew! Declare and delight. Hey, one more thing before I begin to wrap up here. 
I've mentioned this before, and we've done a revised version of our book, Victorious Mindsets, which is such a strong book because the renewing of the mind isn't by osmosis. It's by saying, I'm not believing that anymore. I'm believing this. And that book, Victorious Mindsets, has 50 victorious mindsets to intentionally believe. And we've revised it. We've added extra content into each of the, the devotionals that was originally in it with lies to overcome and laugh at, declarations to make, and then practical wisdom to add to the devotion. So watch watch out for that. It's going to be a game changer for some people. It's coming up. Watch our newsletter and our Igniting Hope Facebook, Igniting Hope Instagram. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin here, and I want to remind you, we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, the circumstance cannot stay the same. God needs to partner with somebody who has hope to accomplish his will. In Ezekiel 37, the Lord says, Ezekiel, can these bones live? He basically said, Ezekiel, what do you think? Because what you think is going to determine what I can do. And I've already said it, it's very difficult to influence that which you do not have hope for. And so thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for increase. Our hope level determines our influence level. He who has the most hope has the most influence. And I want to remind you, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. That's why we delight now. I found this out. There's really no convenient time in life to move in a radical joy. Pretty much for everybody listening right now, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) No, I need radical joy. I've got a lot of things going on in my life. I've got uncertainties for the future. I've got family situations I wish were different. I have personal areas in my life that that I'm wanting to see a manifest upgrade Uh, I'm hearing negative news in the media. You know, there's part of me that just says, hey, this is not a a time for joy. No, this is the time for joy. We've got resistance, and we get to push against this resistance and get our joy muscle stronger. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them? So blessed to be with you, and feel free to send us an email at info at ignitinghope.com just to let us know that these are blessing you. Thanks so much. I look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.